All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Crow's Nest. It has been way too long. My name is Jackson Shank, alongside my co-host, Justin Valenzuela. Justin, how are you doing, my boy? I, I know I say this every time, but I am doing great. You know why? Gang Green <laughs> is doing the damn thing. So I'm, I'm doing really good. I'm happy to hear. It's been a week now. We're, yeah, we're back in the studio. Spring break is over, unfortunately. But hey. Definitely, unfortunately. That means we're back to work. So we have mm-hmm. so much to cover. Super excited. We are getting right into things with what the NFL is dubbing free agency frenzy. Just an absolute like mosh pit of free agents being signed. And we're going to cover it all. We have CBS's CBS Sports top 100 list of free agents. And Justin and I are just going to run through everyone who's been signed, give a little little talk on the more important signing stuff like that and yeah yeah let's do it all right so number three on this list behind Taryn Armstead and Von Miller we have JC Jackson who just recently signed to LA I I think it's a brilliant move yeah Mr. INT deservingly so he gets the bag in my opinion I don't know if I'm throwing that much money at him because I have my own personal beliefs about Patriots players who are, like the Patriots willingly let him go. They didn't, they made no effort to tag him. They made no effort to re-sign him. And to me, that speaks a lot because how often do you see a player leave New England and do well? Yes, you could say Tom Brady, whatever. Tom Brady's Tom Brady, but like the most recent example would be Trey Flowers. How often? Like you, it just doesn't happen. It's a system thing, and I really think J.C. Jackson could fall victim to that. But with that said, that Chargers defense led by Brandon Staley could be phenomenal um they just got Khalil Mack they've got Joey Bosa dude I'm they've terrified. got Derwin James they've got Mr. INT they've got Justin Herbert on the offensive side of the ball who's definitely going to keep the defense rested because you know he's not a scrub he's going to keep that offense out there drive down the field methodically so this is the one instance where I think it could work but I'm a little cautious because I could see this contract being kind of like a Tremaine Johnson New York Jet situation where he's getting paid the big bucks and he's just not playing like he deserves it. Well, I'm going to disagree. I think this is a really safe sign. I think, you know, signing the man who has the most interceptions in the past couple of years in single coverage is a great idea. I mean, you're in a you're in a division with some of the best quarterbacks now, with Russell Wilson now being on the Broncos. You have Mahomes in Kansas City. And then, I mean, Derek Carr, as much as this guy is like, He's a top 12 QB in my eyes. I love Derek Carr. He is... It's so sad, dude. He's it the sucks. scrub of this dude, division. No, he's literally... He is one of the best. He's definitely top 15. Top 12 is a little stretch. I'd put him between 12 and 15. But with that said, I would take Derek Carr on my team any day of the week. And in this division, he's the worst quarterback. That blows my mind. But I want to go back to what you said about most interceptions in the last four years and centering the league and all that. you got to keep in mind who he's playing against. He played... Sam Darnold twice a year, Zach Wilson twice a year. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, when he was first coming in, sucked. Tua turned the ball over. Like, it's not like he's getting the, like, easy competition. And then, like I said, a scheme thing. The Patriots are great at blitzing. Bill Belichick is world-renowned for making quarterbacks see ghosts, especially rookie quarterbacks. His disguises are amazing. Quarterbacks can't read him. So I think you really have to attest a lot of that 
two is just great play calling defensively. So I just thought that was interesting saying most interceptions because that's definitely something to look at. But you have to look at the bigger picture with that too. Yeah, completely agree. So J.C. Jackson, solid signing. Good luck to him in L.A., a lot better weather there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, next uh, we had Carlton Davis. He re-signed with the Bucks. I mean, I think this is what they needed to do. They needed to keep their secondary. Their yeah. defense is on the weaker side of things, uh, okay, compared to their lost, offense. So. They just lost their starting safety. <sighs> You'll never guess who signed them. <laughs> Let me guess. They're on the T-shirt that you're wearing. Sir, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, great signing. I definitely agree. Carlton Davis is one of the better cornerbacks in the league. He's like he kind of falls in that like is he average? Is he good? You can't really tell, but honestly, that's all you really need for quarterbacks now. Cornerbacks nowadays, you get a couple good cornerbacks, you're pretty set. Um, but yeah, easy for him. Why wouldn't you go back to the team that has Tom freaking Brady? Yeah, bro, unretired. Yeah, so solid signing once again. Yeah. Uh, now we have Brandon Scherf who went to the Jags. The Jags have been an interesting team in free agency, seemingly overpaying a lot of unproven talent that's what happens we have we they've team. had they've had a bunch of team they've had a bunch of players that they've signed uh christian kirk got a big deal zay jones got a deal so it's interesting i mean they're trying to protect trevor lawrence i get it probably not the best option but we yeah. will see i mean i think it's a good signing uh if you're okay with paying 16.5 million dollars a year to a player who will play half of the season um but yeah, like bro is injury prone as hell. He's thirty. Screw the Jaguars, bro. They just broke the entire market this free agency. It's kind of annoying to me, especially with that Christian Kirk signing. Literally broke the wide receiver market. Devontae Adams just rejected a twenty-three million. Like the uh, not Patriots. The Packers offered Adams a contract that would pay him twenty-three million dollars a year, and he rejected it. And he refuses to play on a franchise tag. He's really gonna get paid like twenty-five million dollars a year, I think. I doubt and it. I doubt. I there's doubt, no way I doubt they can afford no. that. They just tossed fifty million at Rogers. That's too bad. The dudes proved it time and time again. Regardless of the market, the market is expensive right now for players. Well, Even, it was going to be expensive, but the Jaguars just broke it, though. Literally well, broke it. I mean, we're they're paying Christian Kirk a lot of money. Twenty-one million dollars a year, bro. Yeah. So the reason that Devontae Adams is going to stay in Green Bay is because DeAndre Hopkins is making $27 million a year. It's plain and simple, okay? Devontae Adams has proved himself. He's the only guy Rodgers can throw to. Pay the man oh, yeah. no, to be the number one receiver. They should pay him. But, you know, worst comes to worst. You know, Rodgers makes it to another NFC championship, and then he loses. Anyway, yeah. let's move on, because we got to get, get through a lot of signings. <laughs> no cap. So, Hasten Riddick now. Oh, no, we skipped over... Randy your Gregory. your boy, well, yeah, we skipped over a lot actually. Randy Gregory, Marcus interesting. Went to the Ravens, that was tough. Good for yeah, him. get the bag. Interesting choice there. Randy Gregory got the same deal from both sides, the Cowboys and the Broncos, but decided to go with the Broncos. I think it's a good decision yeah. by him. I mean, you know, my mom's a Cowboys fan. God love the Cowboys. They don't know how to manage their team. No, but anyway, Jerry's world. Devondre Campbell, good signing. Good signing. It was either him or Zadarius Smith. So like, had I would think they had to let one really good defensive player go, and that was Zadarius Smith. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson, you want to talk about him? My guy. I think personally, a lot of people are kind of dragging it. I think it's a great hire from a cultural standpoint. You have Sala, 
and LaFleur, who come from the 49er tree. They all coached for the 49ers at one point. Both had Lincoln Tomlinson on the roster when they were there. So I think culturally, you get a guy, you implement a system, right? And you say, look, this is what we did in San Francisco, and it works. And now you bring in a guy from San Francisco who can reiterate that to the players. So I think it's a great signing. A lot of people are dogging it because he played left guard his whole career. Now he's going to flip to the right side. But I don't think that's as big a deal as people are making it out to be. Uh, great signing for one of the teams that I would say have won free agency, all bias aside. I think Jets have done very well for themselves this free agency. And then to highlight a loser, like I said, the Jaguars, they are losers. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's tough not to be a winner when you have the most salary cap. So I think, I mean, good for the Jets. They're, they're managing their money well. Yeah. Okay, uh, James Daniel, he moved from the Chicago Bears to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Three-year, $26 million. I think it's a solid kind of prove-it deal. He's only protect, protect Mitch. I, yeah. I agree with it. Yeah, so He's only 24, so he'll hit the market again at 27, so he could he could really cash out. And I think the Steelers per, I think the Steelers are great at developing linemen, to be honest. I feel like they always have a good offensive line. So it's honestly a bet-on-yourself, bet-on-the-system kind of signing for him and them. So I like it. Agreed. You didn't like, uh, the, we were talking before the podcast, you didn't like the Quandre Diggs signing. No. Just because they're paying so much for Jamal already, yeah, now they're signing another safety making, for three years. Making over $10 mil. million. Dollars. They're paying $100 million for their safety tandem. Jamal Adams is already overrated as is. Quandre Diggs is a good player, don't get me wrong. But to commit $100,000, and you're at this point you have to acknowledge you're a rebuilding team. Well, yeah, especially so why, after the trade with Drew Locke. Well, like, you've just committed over $100 million for multiple years to probably one of the least important positions in terms of positional value in the entire league. I don't personally agree with that. I like the idea of building from the trenches up. They seem to be doing the opposite, building from the secondary down. We'll see how it works. I don't see it working, but that's just me. We will see. And then uh, the Buccaneers re-signed Ryan Jensen. I think it's a great addition i mean i might might as well bring back all the pieces you had with brady franchise tag godwin bring back your alignment you know yeah i like it and i mean it's it's an easy sell like hey we got tom brady you're coming back we got tom brady so definitely quick negotiations for them manuel ogba he re-signed with the jet or not the jets excuse me the dolphins i personally think it's a good signing I, I don't think people realize how important it is to have a solid uh, edge rusher in this league, mm-hmm. and I think Emmanuel Ogba is one of them. So he's definitely even though even though it, like it's you know he hasn't really proved proved himself. Like there are so many solid edge rushers. Yeah, but having having a decent one to get pressure. You know they had a really solid defense last year. I yeah. think. I mean, obviously we talked about the division, but like I think they had a solid defense. So I like the reason. Yeah, I mean. I think you have to look at it from, he, he's very fortunate. He plays one of the most important positions in football, and he happens to be good at it. He's not great. He's not necessarily a superstar, but uh, he definitely hit the market at the right time because that's what happens when, when you get the premium positions. Their contracts always are inflated, and I probably would have let him walked. But like I said, or not, not like you said, uh, keep the defense together. You thought they did well, so why wouldn't you want to keep the pieces that you had, even if it is overpaying for a little bit? get to keep a culture guy there for a little bit for the new head coach. So, I mean, now that I think about it reflecting, I do like it a little bit more now. But at first, I looked at that contract, and I was like, yikes. Mm-hmm. $65 million over four years, that is not cheap. No, it's, it's a not. lot of money. Okay. 
let's uh, let's talk about Charvarius Ward because I actually, I actually want to take a minute and uh, and thank this guy. He did a hell of a job for the Chiefs. He got a three-year, $40.5 million contract with the San Francisco 49ers, and I think this is the best thing he can do. He can do. We're in a year where we have to sign a lot of players, and Charvarius Ward, he's probably, I mean, bias aside, I think he's one of the most underrated corners in the league. If you go back and you watch the two games that we've played the Bills in the past two years in the playoffs— Stefan Diggs had 16 yards in two games. Traverius Ward held him to nine and seven yards. And this was after the whole, like, Diggs is going to come back. He watched the whole AFC Championship ceremony. Damn. He was going to go crazy. Traverius Ward held him in single coverage to 16 total yards over two games. The guy is solid, and I think he's going to a great defensive culture in San Francisco. I think it's a great place for him, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, I mean... The, the 49ers are one of those teams, like, just an organization as a whole that, like, I don't know. I just have so much respect for them that I feel like any player that goes there, I'm, I'm just truly happy for because you know they're playing for the right people. They got a little bit to figure out on the quarterback side, which I kind of want to talk about. Where do you think Jimmy G's going? I feel like the only option left for him is to go to Indianapolis. Yeah, I totally agree. But I, what are the Colts doing, man? Let, dude. Like, how is Jimmy G an upgrade over Carson Wentz at all? You're paying virtually the same amount of money, and all like you gave up a first round pick for one year of Carson Wentz. Really? I don't even think he did that bad. Twenty seven touchdowns, like nine interceptions, seven interceptions, something like that. And then you look at the Jaguars game, and you're like, oh, it's because he collapsed against the Jaguars, bro. The defense could not stop Trevor Lawrence at all. Like, yes, he had a bad game, but. As a team, they all played bad. It wasn't just Carson's fault. Shame on the Colts. I had a lot of respect for them, to be honest. I really had a lot of respect for them. But this situ- this situation with Carson Wentz definitely made me lose a lot of respect because I just I don't see how you can justify giving up a guy who you gave up a first-round pick for the year before, and now you're stuck with, at the very best, Jimmy Garoppolo. Bad management with high-talented players results in poor playing. I'm just going to say it because... I've been watching Dallas Cowboy games for the past 10, 15 years. I mean, that's that's literally what it on is. On paper, they have like a top five team every exactly. year, I feel like. Exactly. And I think the Colts had the make of a championship team because they I'm had saying. a solid running back. They, they could control the game. They had a solid defense who played really, really well with momentum. They, they just coach. flopped. And they just flopped. Yeah. So I thought Chris Ballard yeah. was a good GM, but he's honestly making me question it, to be honest. Okay, moving on. Foy Olokun? Anyway, linebacker. He's going to the Jags. I actually think this was one of their very yeah. few wins no, totally in free agency, agree. and they only signed him for $15 mil a year. I think this is solid. Yeah, he's definitely an underrated linebacker. I personally know nothing about the guy. Uh, he had a solid game against the Jets when the Falcons played, but like when I read on the beat writers uh, what they write about like the Falcons and stuff like that, because I, I like to do that kind of stuff. Like I like to read about each team. A uh, common name they said when he left, when the, like originally when the Jaguars signed. I was like, oh, who is this guy? So I hopped on their Bleacher Report, read all this stuff. The fans loved him. The team loved him. The beat writers loved him. So he seems to be a very underrated signing. So I think that's actually a good one. I'll give the Jaguars their credit. But they released Miles Jack. So is it really an upgrade? Well, yeah, they had to replace him. So I don't like, know. Is, we'll is, see. 
is Foyer better than Miles Jack? I don't really know. Yeah, I guess the upcoming season will tell. Yeah, you know, I think they got a better offense behind them now, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, better it, offense, but it's over offense. overpaid. Yeah, they're paying yo. They are paying over a hundred million dollars for Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. <laughs> what, dude? What? I would have I would have thought that they would have given the contract they gave Zay Jones to Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's what any reasonable person would have $10 million a year. Yeah, so anyway, whatever. That's, whatever, man. It's the Jags. That's, that's why they're Jags the Jaguars, jag. you know. Jags are going to Jag. Okay, Joe Noteboom. This is another signing for Shout the Rams. Out. TCU, Riff Rambazu. Resigned, three years, 40 mil. Good choice. I mean, they, uh, they just lost uh, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, that's to, a tough loss. Yeah, to retirement, but good dude, for him, though. good for Andrew Whitworth. Such a solid player, such a solid career. Finally got the ring he deserved, so solid for him. And they re-signed another offensive tackle, you know, make mm-hmm. sure to protect Stafford. He's going to be the guy for a little while, so yeah. DJ Chark to the Lions. I mean, he flipped around from Can't two bad it. teams. You know, we'll, we'll see... He's making $10 million. No biggie. I'm curious to see what the rest of the wide receiver market looks like because you still got A-Rob out there. Marquez Valdez-Scantling's out there. DJ Chark just got $10 million a year. And honestly, if I had to pick of the top 50 free agents, there's probably about five receivers in that group. The worst, it would have been DJ Chark. And at the very least, actually, no, Zay Jones. And at the very least, he's getting 11 mil. So, like, what is Allen Robinson going to get? I think... All of these guys are going to sign one-year prove-it deals and just get dumb cash, and then the receiver market might kind of reset next year. We'll see. I mean, because there are so many teams that need a wide receiver. No, I really I wanted the Jets to go after Robinson, but I not, mean he's still on the market. He is, but I'm not touching. I'm not touching him now. Paying him all that money? Are you hey, crazy? hey, Byron Pringles out there, baby. Ooh, <laughs> I, can, I can mess with Pringle. I can mess with Pringle. All right. Speaking of the Jets, DJ Reed, talk to me about this guy. Good signing. So, three years, $33 million. Uh, he's a 5'9 corner, but he's a stud. He hits hard, and he's a stud. The Seahawks fans loved him. Uh, same thing, I went and read up on him. A lot of the beat writers are saying he's an underrated player. He had a career year last year. He had an 84 PFF grade in tackling, which is great for a corner. It's not often you see corners who want to tackle. And then a 77 PFF grade for coverage. I know PFF isn't the end-all, be-all, but it gives you a rough estimate of the player. So 5'9 as an outside corner is a little rough, but he definitely plays a lot bigger than 5'9. And the Jets, they wanted a tandem. They wanted a bona fide starter, and then they wanted uh, Bryce Hall, Brandon Eccles, and all them to fight for corner number two. So I definitely respect it, but I do think that they're going to tap in later rounds uh, draft-wise, get another corner. A name to watch is Martin Emerson. Cool. You think they'll uh, get Kyle Hamilton in the first round? Look, at this point, I don't know much about what they're going to do in the draft. What I'm hearing is their dream scenario right now is edge at four, receiver at 10. But they're willing to go corner at four and receiver at 10. But that was before the DJ Reed signing, so I'm not sure now. Gotcha. But I don't see. I don't think DJ Reed would move the needle that much. Like If you love Sauce Gardner... Go Take get him. Take yeah. him before. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree. All right. Another DJ, G, DJ Jones. He is a D tackle going from San Fran to the Broncos. Jason. Ring Jason. I mean, you go from a very good defensive culture to another very good defensive culture. Yeah. 
I think it's it's mid signing. I, I don't think it's anything crazy, but good for him. Well, they need they need somebody to yeah. kind of fill the void. I mean, Von Miller's not going to be there. He's maybe, a big boy. But maybe though. he is. He's a big boy. No, well, yeah, he's a D tackle. So you know, get more pressure. They're going to need it this year. Plenty of pressure on the quarterbacks. So yeah, Alex Kappa. I think we can describe this in three words. Great job, Bengals. Yeah. It's really simple. Protect, the recipe, protect Joe Burrow. They did that. The recipe this offseason, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. So far, two for two. They got two offensive linemen. Good for them. Yes. Okay. All right. Connor Williams agreed to a two-year, $14 million deal with the Miami Dolphins. Great signing. I'm going to say it. I mean, if you can get an offensive lineman for $7 million a year... A 24-year-old offensive lineman. And he's solid. Connor yeah, Williams I is know. solid. He was, he was one of the I can't believe off- Dallas let him fly. Yeah, he was one of the better offensive linemen for Dallas. And he slides right into Miami. Great. Great. Of course, Miami gets better on a great seat. It's a good signing. I got to give it to him. Great signing. That's honestly, I thought the Jets were going to sign him. I'm going to be honest. A little salty. But I'm very happy with Lakin. But Lakin's definitely more expensive than him. So we'll see. Good. Okay. So Zach Ertz, I think he got overpaid. I think Arizona's kind of fallen apart. I don't know. Three year, thirty-one, $31 million re-signing. I don't think it's worth it. You know, they have they've already overpaid DeAndre Hopkins for how injury prone he is. So I, I don't And they're know. in pitfall, I would say. Cliff Kingsbury is not the move. Kyler Murray wants out. Just honestly, the sit it's an easy solution. Get Cliff Kingsbury out of there, bro. He sucks. He's a horrible coach. He What has he done to make you think he's a good coach? He coached Patrick Mahomes in college. And he had a sub-500 record with him. No, that's fair. He had he a, coached he had a Baker, solid air raid offense, though. He coached Baker and Mahomes and had a sub-500 record with both of them. Well, and now he has Kyler Murray, and, you know, he's probably around a sub-par yeah, 500 he's record. He's definitely around there. He's, I, I think he's over. Well, but, just because of this season. Yeah, but like at the same time, you have Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Chandler Jones, who's a free agent. Um, I've never seen a team in free fall so quickly because yeah, they were like so happened. solid and then... Yeah, they dropped out of nowhere. Jordan Whitehead. Let's go, Stop. Jets. Yo, 24-year-old starting safety, one of the bigger pieces in their defense. And look at what they did. They're paying him $7 million a year. I the know, Jets steal. The Jets are tossing out little bits of cash. Bro, and they're, they're bringing in people. Bro. Joe Douglas is the best GM in the NFL. I'm going to say it. That's ballsy. No. Okay. He is definitely up there. I'm sorry. I know I'm biased as hell, so I'm going to say the best. Realistically, top five. He's up there, man. No one's going to – it's the Jets. The Jets are going to jet this, that. I'm telling you, bro, he does it. He gets the job done. We got four top 40 picks. We just got five different – no. Well, I mean, Barrios was re-signed. So, like, in a way, we got five free agents, four starters, and they reason all reasonable contracts. I don't see how you can't consider this man. And he fleeced. He broke the Seahawks. Joe Douglas literally ended the Seahawks dynasty, and then he had the balls to go out and steal their corner for him from them. Stud. He's a stud. He's a player. Okay, Brian Allen, another offensive lineman from L.A. back, three years, $24 million. Yeah, keep paying him eight eight million dollars a year. Yeah, run it That's back. pretty good. Run it back. All right, Ben Jones re-signed for 
That's a the cheap Titans. contract. It is a cheap contract, and I think the Titans' O line is really solid. Yeah, it is. So I just think the Titans are destined for failure. Well, they need what we like to call a good quarterback, quarterback which yeah. Ryan Tannehill we Yo, have learned I was, is I was watching, not. Uh, I was watching Coward Show. Yeah, you know he's twenty nine and thirty five as a starter. I know the Miami Days. Were you seeing? Were you watching um, Mitchell Trubisky's comparison to people? That's what. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and. Mitch has a Yo. better win loss ratio and like better passer rating and stuff like that. I think that's insane. Money, honestly, I think Money Mitch is kind of underrated. Well, he became we'll, kind of. We'll a see. I mean, he he's been a backup for a year, so. Yeah, I know, but like, I think honestly, he let led is a stretch, but he took the Bears to the playoffs one time. Should have won the game if it wasn't for the double doink. He could have a playoff win under his belt. I think. Honestly, that's one of the more life un- could be a lot different. Yeah, from I mean, Trubisky everything right I mean, now. What ifs is a what if? Like the yeah. world would be totally different if every what if happened. But mm-hmm. with that said, I think that's a very underrated signing for the Steelers. I honestly, it's what I thought was going to happen, so I'm not all too surprised. But now that I'm really looking at it, I think it's a good deal. I agree with you, and you know, now we're going to get to maybe not the best deal. Michael Gallup, five years, sixty-two million. I don't know what Dallas is thinking. I mean, I know they're thinking like, bam, cap space right across their forehead. When they they traded away Amari, which, you know, Cleveland picks up the contract. Good for Cleveland. They got a wide receiver one. Now all of a sudden they want to toss Jarvis Landry out the window. I don't understand what it is with, with people who think that you can make it in this league with, I mean, literally unless you're Aaron Rodgers, there's no team in the NFL that has one top receiver and that's it. I think they're overthinking it. I think the Cowboys are overthinking it. Getting rid of Amari and then tossing the same amount of money to Gallup. Actually, it's significantly less. It's but, it's much less. And it's going to be... Well, they're also prepping for a um, for a contract with CD. Yeah, and who that they, wide receiver, who they wide think, market is brusted up. Right yeah, now. who they think... But, but like, they, let, dude, they let two wide receivers go. And they, have, they had so much time. Cedric Wilson... God love Miami. They did a great yeah, job. Yeah, good for you. Outside of the Ogba signing, they did a really good free agency. But, like, but the Browns, I think, bigger picture, I think Juice wanted out. Like, I don't think it was them just like, oh, we don't need you anymore. I think he was like, bro, I don't want to play here. Yeah, who, fair enough. Who wants to play in Cleveland, bro? Well, they're about to throw everything at the wall to see if they can get Deshaun Watson. That would be tough. I, th- I heard the Saints are front runners for him. The Jets were. Do you know what the Jets offered him? That was a fake report. You think so? It, yes. Three first rounders. I think it was two or three second rounders and Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's a fake. Okay. Well, just remember, the, Deshaun Watson can decide where he wants to go. Yeah. So he can shoot him. it down. It's not New York. Okay. All right. I'm riding with Zaddy till I die. All right. Zach Wilson is my guy. Talk about your boy fully. Depressing. He got overpaid. I loved him, but... Making a little too much for my liking. He's a very good player, but he's not worth that amount of money. His his position it comes down to positional value. Nose tackles aren't worth that much, and he's getting paid a boatload of money to go play for guess who? The Jaguars. Wow, they overpaid for another guy. What a surprise! Yeah, what a surprise. Anyway, speaking of possibly overpaying, the Chiefs signed Justin Reed in a surprise move. Honestly, I don't know how to feel about this. You should be happy, dude. He's good. He's, he's on the Texans, bro. He's I don't significantly, know. He's significantly younger than the Honey Badger. He's making significantly okay, less significant than Significant 
is four years, which is a long time. Is a long time. Think of the all that's happened time. in the last four years. Okay, we made it to four AFC championship games in the no, past. No, I'm saying four in years. your life. Think about how long four years has been in your life. Dude, don't make me relive high school right now. Exactly. <laughs> all in one moment. All of high school, a global pandemic, picking a college. Yeah. Four years is a long time. That's dude. true. Okay, we'll see. Uh, I don't know if they're going to run like a different scheme because like Tyron could play anywhere. So yeah. God love the guy. If there's any shot in hell that we somehow shift around a bunch of contracts and then we end up with both of them. I mean that's that's real greedy. Money grows on trees, bro. but uh, yeah. Cap I mean, space we gotta, doesn't exist. I'm convinced well, it just doesn't. We exist. just we just moved around Frank Clark's deal. Yeah, we just we're moved thinking around. about no we're thinking about extending Tyreek. That would save about five more million. And obviously, you can always look over at um, Mister Fi- Mister Five Hundred Million Dollars and say, Hey man, you want another weapon? You want to win a Super Bowl? Uh, give me like. Eight million dollars of your contract, and then you'll have two of the top safeties in the NFL. Like, I, I mean, if I'm Mahomes, I'm looking at it like, bro, if I want another ring, and I'm in a division yeah. now where a defense matters so much, dude. The AFC West Don't is it. We, we stacked. Gotta, we we just got to keep going. Oh my we've been, god, we've been talking about free agency for half an hour. Well, you wanted to go over a hundred free agents. Well, hey, we did miss a lot. It's been a while, but trust me, we're gonna we're gonna keep smashing through this, and we will get to other segments very soon. There's not that much. Yeah, we're on the back end here. We already talked about Cedric Wilson. Move on from that. Sebastian Joseph Day, great signing for the Chargers, winning the free agency period by far. Their biggest yeah. need was defensive tackle. I honestly thought they were gonna draft Jordan Davis. But and now you don't have to. They ended up with now Khalil Mack now you just, and Jason no, Jackson. Now you can just draft another weapon for Herbert. You know, casual. Yeah, casual. casually. They're going to draft a receiver. Newsflash. Uh, Tim Settle. So this is just looks like a cheaper contract for the Bills yeah, to yeah. sign a D-tackle. Yeah. Solid. You know, Same that's what they needed Woods. to. This is getting to the end. Yeah. Same Russell with Gage. S- yeah. That's a great signing. I you love think Russell so? Gage. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yes. And he's like, he's their third option now. He's Yeah. Good signing. Russell All Gage. Right. Stud. We talked about Mitch. I I think it's a I think it's a solid thing for uh for Mitch. We'll see how it turns out, but he's got a lot more talent than he did in Chicago. Yeah, James Conner, you know, for the fact that they only paid him seven million dollars a year, I think this is great. Only seven million dollars a year for a tailback back? for a replaceable position, bro. I'm big on positional value, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I'm really go big on okay, value. go see what Zeke's being paid and yeah. what Dalvin Cook's being yeah, paid. Like how much impact do they have on the game? Okay, I mean, the guy scored 19 touchdowns last year. That's yeah, not going to no, happen again. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. No, but, like, they just, think about it, they just got rid of Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds yeah, went to Miami. So, true. James Conner leads the league in rushing touchdowns. Bam. You know, know what? It seven, goes against my philosophy, but, but, but seven, I'm no NFL seven champion. mil is not that much, especially with the market right now. Like, you think, true. Yeah, do, you think a wide, do you think a wide receiver is a, brace, a replaceable position? No. That's you don't why think you so? Pay them the big bucks. Okay, but you could replace Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? but like okay. the, the top ends, no. Think about it, bro. The highest paid running backs usually are on worser teams. If you look at the last oh, five facts. Super Bowl winners, they never have a highest paid running back. Um, most of the top, like in in terms of leading in rushing yards and touchdowns and stuff, it's usually like day two, day three picks. You you don't first. This is the this is how it goes. You don't invest high-end capital in a running back, and you don't pay them crazy bucks. I learned firsthand watching Saquon Barkley flop in the Giants and watching the Jets 
back up the Briggs trucks for Le'Veon Bell. Like it, it's just those are prime examples. It doesn't work. What a what a sad career, dude. Yeah, you talk about a player that was so hyped. Yeah, that's why he was the second pick. You don't do that, Zeke. Yeah, that's fair. How much has Zeke really done for the Cowboys? Honestly, right now he's doing less than Tony Pollard. Exactly, he's getting outplayed by like by a his fourth backup. round pick. Yep. You just don't pay them crazy bucks and you don't draft them high. Anyway, Evan Ingram, one year signing nine million dollars. I don't even want to talk about Giants that's players, dumb, dude. dude. It was really, really that's a strange. Just, you have Dan Arnold already. You don't need a tight end for Trevor Lawrence. We'll see. I could be dead wrong. Anyway, defensive tackle. Larry O. Larry O for... It's uh, a good signing. For the for the Bears. You know, I mean... He's getting paid hella bread. But. He is. He's getting paid a lot of money. And there are a lot of good D tackles. Well, talk about Tua turn the ball over. Look who's got he a... drafted his replacement. Look, I mean, this is his replacement. <laughs> Look who's back in Miami. I Teddy honestly, Bridgewater. I would not be surprised to see Teddy Bridgewater starting by, like, week eight. I'm going to be honest. No, that's fair. I get it. B.J. Hill, D. Lineman, Bengals re-signed him, 10 mil a year. Solid. Solid. Keep the court together, I mean, bro. Yeah. just played in the Super Bowl. Ooh. Oh, now we got to talk about... Honey Nut. Oh, Braxton <laughs> Berrios. Berrios. Dude. Great signing. Yeah, Yo, you're, were, no, your ass is thankful. That's yes, what you are. Yes. Because you're like, oh, man, he's going to demand like 10, 11 That's what they were year. saying. All offseason they were saying he wants at least eight. And teams, they were saying the Dolphins were interested in paying him $10 million a year. Oh, that's the Dolphins. I'm telling you, man. Oh, we got him for six. No biggie. No, that's good, just Joe Douglas. Good for you. Joe good Douglas for you guys. Things. You guys, hey, you know what? Front office, man. You don't realize how much it matters. Yeah. We actually have a guy. Day. We have a guy for but the hey, first time. I hope the season goes well. Me too. You know I what? I think we could Cause six like, wins, seven wins. See, I have, I have so high hopes for you guys. If you guys draft well, I'm not kidding. I'm going to go balls to the wall, Jets fandom, just because, you know what? I'm over oh here God. in Jersey, might as well. Hell yeah. You know what? Yo, you know what, Jackson? I'm gonna say, no, no, no. I'll, I'm going to say hot take, hot offer. take here. Hot take Ooh. right here. Okay? Jets, if they continue this pace with free agency... And Zach Wilson plays half decent. They finish second in division. <laughs> what? Oh my god! That'd be crazy. Yo, you know what, Jackson? I'll give you a formal, formal invitation. I'll take you to a Jets game this year, this fall. Oh, I would love that. I'll take you. You could you could experience MetLife in green. You could experience what it's like to leave games like midway through the third quarter. It's gonna be tough. Let's do them when they play like Miami. I would love to go to one of those games. Word. I, whatever. My brother never goes to games, so I don't care. I'm down. Okay, last free agent. And guess where he's going? Straight to hell. <laughs> anyway, the New York Giants signed a offensive guard from the Colts. You know, honestly. It's just a replacement. Like, Yeah, but you signed it. I mean, they signed an O-lineman from a good O-line team. Yeah. I think it's good. And they're only paying him $7 mil a year, under $7 mil. Yeah, I think it's actually it's just, solid. It's yeah, not bad. It's, it's a it's just a replacement. Protect really Danny Dimes. Wow, what a what a free agency man! And there's so much more. There's yeah, so much more. Really, like bro. the top the top two guys on this list have yet to um, have yet to go anywhere. That's Taron Armstead and Von Miller. Well, now that we've gotten through all the free agents, you know, Justin, let's talk about us, dude. Where? We just had a week off. We're living life. Tell me about your spring break. I mean, I know. You stayed up here. Let me know what happened. It's nice and easy. I'll make it nice and quick for you guys. My spring break was boring. I stayed home all week. 
in Jersey. Nice old Jersey. It, I went had a little fun. Yeah, my dad's birthday was last Thursday, so I did a little stuff for him. I played a lot of basketball. Did a lot of lifting. Mm-hmm. I got like this tonal thing. You know what a tonal is? You got a tonal? Yes, it got installed last Tuesday. Oh man! Yeah, I started. Dude, if I that. were to get anything, if I were to get like an apartment out here, mm-hmm. that's the number one piece of gym equipment I want. It's pretty tough. Can you okay. move it once you put it in the wall? Nah. You no, I mean like I mean like if you were to like move a place. I think so. The machine is place. yours. Uh, like That's I, what I thought. I don't see why they couldn't uninstall it, but it's probably a process. It probably is, process. but dude, that's a $2,000 piece of gym equipment. Yeah, it's tough as hell. I like it. But yeah, I tried that and then I went to Kalahari um this weekend for a couple of days. Tough? It was it was pretty tough, yo. Do you know what Kalahari is? I do not. It's a water park. In, oh, that's in sick. PA. Yeah, it's nice. Cool. It was, it was a good weekend. It was a good. It's honestly what I needed. I said it was boring, but boring is exactly what I needed. So I'm cool with it. Happy to hear. Yeah. And we're uh, we're getting back into it. What about you? I, I think you got. I think you got something to say. Uh, I may have fulfilled your promise of getting tan. You Did know? you? I got I got a little sun you on look, me. You look a little a little crispy. A little I bit. went uh, I went down to San Diego. Tough. And had a week there with my family, my girlfriend, and my best friend, actually, who goes to Arizona State, drove five hours. Damn. Shout out Peter Whalen. He is an absolute goat. And he came, you know, sat down, had a little little fun with me. We uh, we stayed at a beachside Verbo, which was so beautiful, dude. The view is priceless there. That's awesome. There are literally like hundreds of people who were who will gather on a pier to watch just to watch the sunset every That's night. Sick. They'll I love come back too. every night. Sunsets are dope too. So I thought that was cool. But yeah, had had a lot of fun. You know, went to downtown San Diego, went to the zoo, went kayaking on the ocean, which was insane. That's sick. Learned how to learned how to surf in a kayak. That Ooh, was kind of sick. Yo, I know how to surf. It's actually fun as hell. Yeah, so had a lot of fun, but now back to reality. Got hit with a midterm this morning. Don't know how I feel about it. Got a paperback. Didn't really do too hot. So honestly, bro, same. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's honors. My priorities right now are podcast, gym, and yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and have fun, dude. Yeah, basically. Nice, nice weather means we can do more. I'm excited for upcoming broadcasts. I call a game in two weeks on you FM. Know what game it is? We play Monmouth County at uh, Seton Hall. We will. I, I think Don't. it's at Seton Hall. And for what team? It's baseball. Tough, yo! Congrats. I know. Hopefully, we're. I mean, the team's like one in ten. I hope we can squeak out a win versus a county Wait, college. We're one in ten. Our baseball team's not good. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny to me. It's okay, but hey, I'm that's working. I'm working that's a three really game series this weekend for softball as well. So super stoked for that. And yeah, okay. Well, that's a little bit about us. Let's get back into the NFL. We're just gonna run through this quick because I mean I don't think there's a lot to say about the NFC East. Quite frankly, yeah, it's a booty division. You know, booty. Some team wins it at like. 10 and 7 every year and I mean the Cowboys won it last year at 12 and 5 but like anyway let's let's get into it commanders didn't really improve at QB I'm gonna be honest what I don't think they did you think Carson Wentz is not an improvement over Taylor Heineke dude 
Taylor Heineke nah, is nasty. He's going to make you nasty. Good, I swear. Fine. We'll, we'll see. I mean, honestly, I just want to see some other team emerge besides the Cowboys. No, no hate to the, the Cowboys, bro. I really do. I think it's going to be the Eagles, but that's just me. Ooh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about them. Memories so, Commanders went seven and ten last season. I still don't think they have a star QB. Justin obviously well, okay, disagree. Okay, star QB. I'm not going that far, but he's a significant improvement. Is he over. win a division QB? I think he's I mean, win the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> yeah, that's QB. fair. Yeah. that's fair. My my prediction for them, dude. They need a. They need to go get Drake London in this. In this draft, I still think they need a QB, and I think they uh, they need a little bit more in their secondary, a little more juice. Yeah. So no, I agree with you there. I I actually said they're going to get worse, dude. I said six and eleven. I don't believe in this team, and I'm probably going to be dead wrong. I have a little bit more faith. I have been going nine and eight. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah. I mean, I I think Carson, dude. This team is a good team. He is a good. I mean, they're a good team. They're a very good team. They just got held back by bad defensive. I mean, bad quarterback play. But I think that defense is definitely capable of winning a division. And I think with Carson Wentz, they might just get it done. I don't think they will, but I will not be surprised if they get it done. Fair enough. Okay, now to the boys. I mean, they have more cap now. They uh, they lost Cedric Wilson. They got worse. Zeke is still laying them down. They really need to do well in the draft. I mean, they just lost Randy Gregory, and I think that was a really big part of their defense yeah. because they've been giving out secondary pieces like it's nothing. You know, like, hey, you know what? If you want to have a good career in Dallas, Byron Jones, head over to Miami. Yeah. Just go go play there. So the L franchise, bro. It's just poor management, and that, that kills a very talented team. I have them going 11-6, and six, just one less win. I still, I think... Somehow they're going to squeak out the division this year. Dude, this division but sucks, but it's close. It's very It's close. always close. I think they'll go 10-7. and seven. Okay. Interesting. Now to the Eagles. I think this team has the most potential for next season out of the draft. God, three first-round picks, bro. I know. They have so much potential. Like, they just had a great signing. I think a lot of guys can fall to them, too. Yep. Like, and, and, like, positions. They need, they need another receiver. They need edge. They need corners, just another corner, and they need linebackers. And I think out of all the uh, edge, there's so much edge talent in this draft. Um, I think linebackers can definitely fall, and I think there's a DB, Mr. Booth Jr. I think Booth is going to fall to them. And then Linderbaum might be there, the center. They could draft Jason Kelsey's replacement right then and there, too. Oh, they're not. I don't know, dude. Jason Kelsey's so solid. He's getting older. He is, but like. He's old as hell. Like, yeah, that's He's true. running it back for well, like one I mean, more year. I mean, he was and the best. Else? He was who the best center in the NFL this year, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, Creed. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's ballsy. But take. like, to have him mentor Linderbaum and then just give him the keys. Yeah, next that's year, that that's actually a, true. And Linderbaum's a generational talent. The thing about this draft, I said it before, I'll say it again. It has generational talent. It's just the positional value isn't there. Yeah. Like they have generational agreed. talent at safety, generational talent at centers just happens to be two not very important positions but they yep. are important but like they're not top three pick important you know completely agree okay yeah so i have them going 10 and 7 i think they gain a wild card spot we'll see how Damn. things go in the nfc i just think like the afc got so good so far in free the agency NFC is wide open it mainly is. because of how good the afc is 
I think they'll go eight and nine. I have faith in them, but I don't have faith in Jalen Hurts just yet. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'm. I mean, I'm definitely open to being proved wrong. I like the Eagles. I think I like the players they have. I hate that Jalen Rager has to suck because growing up I was a big TCU fan, so it sucks seeing him flop this bad and being like subject. The thing about Philly fans is they are bullies, bro. They bully the hell out of Rager and they bully the hell out of Ben Simmons. So maybe I don't like them as much because their fans are kind of shitty. But well, you don't talk about fans who just need help, dude. Giants fans, God, God bless you guys. They finally know what it's like to be a Jets fan. They're doing everything wrong, dude. I I don't even know where the owner's head is at right now. I I literally we we take notes every time we are about to do a podcast on things, and we're talking about the things the Giants need. And I literally wrote down everything. I mean, that's obviously an over exaggeration, but like their number two overall pick has been a bust. Well, I mean. Saquon, when he has played, has been solid. He has the most 50-yard touchdowns yeah. since entering the league. Well, That's impressive, but... They have... Yeah, I was going to say they have nothing else. Yeah. They, to anyone back home who's listening to this, if you are, I would love to hear you say, Justin, you were right. Because, look, I defended the hell out of Sam Darnold, and I tried to justify it as much as I can, which I will take the L on. I admit when I'm wrong. But where I was not wrong was with what would happen... With Saquon Barkley. I predicted this. I called it, bro. I'm telling you, from the start when they drafted him, I said, I don't know. Your offensive line sucks. You're going to run him into the dirt. He's going to become super injury prone because you're running him into the dirt with no offensive line help. And he's within four or five years, he's going to be either out of the league or a shell of his former self. He is a shell of his former self because you know why? They ran him into the dirt and never invested in their offensive line. So I called it. I was right. Give me my props. Thank you. End quote. Period. Well, there you go, bud. Okay. I well, needed to get that. I mean, what, yeah. What do you think the Giants are going to do this year? Like record-wise? Yeah. Like four and thirteen. Like they're going to be where the, basically what the Jets were. That's fine. I'll give it to them. I'll I'll, I'll go four and thirteen with you. I was going to go two and fifteen. That's but I think a little that's, harsh. Yeah. They're in. They they're finished, in the NFC East. So they finished anything can last happen. in their division, meaning they're playing. Every last place division winner. So off the top of my head, you're playing the Bears, who aren't that good. Yeah, but Seahawks, they're going to beat them. Seahawks aren't that good. Uh, who else? Panthers. Not who. Total. If they acquire Deshaun Watson, that's. If, I feel like that's game. I think the Saints are front runners, though. That's what I heard. We will see. Anyway, Justin, that's another episode of the Crow's Nest, dude. That was a meaty. That was. A, it was a, that meaty, was a meaty episode. episode. And hey, guys. We are going to get back on top of things, so stay posted. We're going to keep cranking these things out because we missed a lot. We need to catch up on some stuff. Yep. So as soon as we can get these things edited, send them out to you. Of course, you guys will be the first to know. If you haven't followed us on social media, you know, check our check our personal links out. I went ahead and posted uh, on my social media got, the link to the podcast and everything. Yeah, we've got stuff in our bio, and if you want to go follow us on Instagram, the at for that is underscore, all lowercase crow's nest, underscore. So that's our Instagram. We do have a Twitter. So, yes, we will keep you posted on that. We're going to try and post more content to those. 
once we get episodes going out. And yeah, so Justin, another wonderful episode. Glad we could do this again. And yeah, we will see you all next time.